I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Sam where she's going to be giving us a lot of simple hacks for travelers. Hey Sam, thank you so much for joining me. Hi Debbie, thanks again for having me. I really appreciate you talking with us. So the first question that I have is how do you start traveling solo? Because I know there's been some people have asked you this and it can be really nerve-wracking to do it for a first-timer. So what are some of the tips that you can give us? So I have been getting a lot of questions, mainly from female travelers who really want to travel solo. And there are lots of people who actually are like, maybe their friends are not around or they're not able to plan the right itinerary with their friends and family and they're waiting on not making that trip that they really want to make and they are too scared to travel solo so for them like usually my first and foremost trip is you have to do it once I was the same when I uh not traveling alone and when I did it for the first time even I was like oh how do you travel alone how do you like go around and look at places by your own it must be so lonely to sit in a restaurant and eat on your own and plan everything it might not be fun but I mean I was in for a surprise when I started doing it once and I literally got hooked onto it that now I actually prefer traveling solo but for people who really want to uh, do it for the first time and they're really afraid to do it, first tip is that start small. Maybe instead of jumping into making an international solo trip for a week or so, start with a small weekend trip, maybe to somewhere nearby with something like, I don't know, a few hours drive away or an hour flight away or something. Spend a weekend, go make a small plan about staying in a place and checking out a few places and stuff and see how you feel about it. And then eventually you can think about going farther and extending the number of days you want to travel solo. And another thing that I... uh, think it's very useful for people who travel uh, who uh, travel in groups or with friends and they suddenly have to travel solo is to go for organized tours because uh, in case of organized tours there is someone who is taking care of your flights your itinerary the places you're gonna stay when you're gonna wake up what are you gonna see over the whole day and you know your entire schedule is taken care of by somebody else so if you're stressed out about the whole planning part or you don't have the time to do it give it to somebody else and the good thing about organized tour is also that you will be with the group you can select there are organized tours which consists of 10 people to 50 people so you you can decide what kind of group you want to go to. And I mean, it's a great opportunity to meet people, to make new friends. And you know, you never know, you might really end up like hitting with some people and end up making more planning more trips. So that's a good way to start for solo traveling that I can suggest. That's amazing. Such great tips, Sam. Thank you so much. So let's look into how 
you can travel for cheaply. So, for example, how are you able to find cheap flights? Considering that I have a full-time job, I don't have a lot of flexibility when it comes to picking up dates when I want to travel. So I'm confined with weekends and public holidays when the flights are usually expensive. So one first hack that you can do is that if you know exactly when you're going, book as early as possible. Book in advance. Book three, four months in advance uh, for the days that you want to go. That's a good way to save some money by doing that because there's no point waiting until the last minute if you already know this is the time that I'm going to travel to this place. A few more hacks that I uh, uh, tried out myself is uh, I use Skyscanner for uh, booking flights and it has those flexibility options on the website. The first option is if you don't know where you're going, like for example, I want to go on a weekend trip but I'm open to places that I want to go. So then what I do is that I select my destination to be everywhere and I just do a search and it shows me all the destinations from prices low to high and that allows me to decide which place I want to go. Most Usually like a lot of places like uh, uh, Stockholm or places around Norway and Italy are mostly cheap compared to other places. So if I want to go on a weekend trip and I'm not very uh, particular about where I want to go, then I can use this everywhere option to decide. Another thing is, for example, if I know where I want to go, if I'm going for, for example, a week-long or a two-week-long trip, it's a holiday, and I know where I want to go, but then my dates are flexible, I, I, can, I can take my vacation whenever I get the chief flight, in those cases, I put the destination that I want to go to and put flexible date option. And then I start looking for which particular dates actually give me the cheapest round trip option. And that definitely saves a lot of time. A lot of time, if you fly on a weekday, uh, fly in and fly out on a weekday, it's much cheaper than flying in and out on a weekend. So that's a good hack. Sometimes taking an, a day flight is cheaper than taking an early morning or a late night flight. So you can do that if you have the flexibility of time with you. Also, sometimes if you're doing a long haul flight, usually, I mean, if you, take, if you want to go from point A to point B, it might be expensive. So you might want to check out some layovers. Like usually when I travel to India or I have friends who travel to Australia from UK and they find flights from London to be more expensive. So a good hack is to fly from Amsterdam or Paris because they might have cheaper flights going to the same destination. And it is very cheap to take a Eurostar train from London to Amsterdam or London to Paris. And that saves a lot of money, sometimes even hundreds of pounds. That is another hack. And sometimes, you know, when you're traveling from US to UK, for example, there are lots of layovers around Iceland or Dublin, which actually turn out to be cheaper. And you can actually spend a couple of days in those places, which are really beautiful and experience those cities as well as a layover destinations and save money. Yeah, I love these tips because I actually use them myself and they definitely work. Talk about hotels. Do you have any hotel hacks for us? What I do is I keep my options open. So for me as a solo traveler, I'm not very picky on luxury hotels or, you know, uh, 
really nice place to stay because I know that I'll spend most of my time outside and all I need is a bed to crash and a good washroom to take a shower and finish my business in the morning. That's it. So that's why, I mean, I always prefer hostels when I'm traveling alone. And you, they, I mean, recently, a lot of hostels have come up that have ensuite washrooms, toilets as well, wherein if I'm staying in a four-bed dorm or a six-bed dorm, they actually come with a attached shower and wash basin and stuff as well, which is pretty clean. And you can use all that and you just end up paying like 15 to 20 pounds per night, which works out pretty well. One Another reason why I like staying in hostels is mostly all these hostels are located in the center of the town. So it's very accessible for you to see all the famous tourist spot or if you want to go out at night for a pub crawl, then most of these hostels are the places where the pub crawl starts. So that's also a good way to like spend your evening, meet some new people, check out some cool bars and stuff. Sometimes, I mean, if you're not okay with hostels and if you want to do hotels or apartment then uh, just don't rely on one single website don't just use booking.com or hotels.com but uh, try Airbnb I have used Airbnb during my last trip for two weeks and I got some amazing entire flat deals like you get an entire apartment and you can look like a local you have an access to almost every amenity available in the house and it has it has been really good. I love using Airbnb for sure. And you can find really incredible deals. What about travel safety? I know you have encountered about safety recently that you've been talking about. Can you share that with us? Yeah, thanks, Debbie, for bringing it up. I would be very honest. I'm a very carefree traveler. Even when I'm traveling alone, I am usually very trusting. And I always think that a person is good first until I see something bad uh, and I mean touch wood it has always worked in my favor I have always had good experiences I've always trusted in locals and they have always helped me out in very different situations especially when you're in a place and when you don't speak the language and stuff like that but yeah recently when I was tra- not traveling alone and I was with my sister and we were in Barcelona Sadly, her bag got stolen from inside a restaurant and uh, it had her passport in it. It had almost everything she owned. It was really shocking. And when I started checking and I started reading about it, I realized like Barcelona is supposed to be like a crime capital. Crime in the sense I would not, I mean, let's not exaggerate. It's about like small crimes, petty uh, crimes like, you know, pickpocketing, mugging, and, you know, fooling people around with like some street show and distracting tourists and stealing their purse or their phone and stuff away. So it's not nobody gets harmed. But, yeah, you end up losing your valuables and it really screws things up, like especially if you lose your passport, which is the most important thing, especially when you're in a foreign land. Uh, so, yeah, that, that happened. And when I shared that experience on Instagram, I actually uh, got a lot of responses from many other travelers who have had similar experiences in many other places in the world. So it goes without saying that, yes, every place has 
it's safety and unsafety issues. I mean, we are all humans. There are good people, there are bad people. So, I mean, I think it makes more sense. It definitely has taught me a lesson that I am definitely going to be more cautious going forward. I'm not going to just leave my bag hanging around somewhere uh, while I run around and take pictures of myself or hold tighter to my bags or make sure that I always leave all my valuables back in the hotel or in the hostel when I am out wandering around and stuff. So, I mean, I, I definitely want to just reiterate and stress on the point that places are beautiful. Europe is amazing. It's it's the best place to be if from a safety perspective. As a female traveler, I mean, you don't get harassed. You can literally do everything that you want to do alone as a female solo traveler. But these are some of the incidents that happens to people no matter what. So yeah, just be a bit more careful, I guess. I mean, that's the best you can do. It's easy to feel relaxed in a lot of different places. Like you feel like it's home, but then you don't really know the area unless you live there or have been there for a lot of time so just definitely be aware always go to new places of course everyone has a different experience so it's not going to be all equal and you may get robbed you may you know lose certain things or you may get harassed but at the end of the day it's always nice to see these places but to always be aware of your surroundings at all times. Thank you so much, Sam, for sharing all of these beautiful and incredible travel hacks and tips with us. We really appreciate all the knowledge that you gave us. Thank you. Thanks, Debbie. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Live. I'll talk to you soon.